Hello, everyone. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Do you like to meditate? Have you tried to meditate? Have you struggled with meditation? Why don't you visit one of the Brahma Kumaris Meditation Center? Visit brahmakumaris.org. I want to show you something. Each day around the world, 5,000 people are infected with HIV. That was over 20 years ago. Today, an estimated one in five gay men in major U.S. cities is living with HIV. So why aren't we talking about it? Today, we have the tools to make HIV history. Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live. The Miracle Medical Clinic is a clinic that has been providing quality health care services to the Houston area since 1996. In a comfortable environment, they are dedicated to helping you live a healthy lifestyle for years to come. For more information, please call 713-464-0236 or visit us at our website at www.miraclemedicalclinic.com. The Miracle Medical Clinic, where preventive health care is waiting for you. Get off the grid and step inside your heart. Sister Jenna guides you through a powerful, encouraging, and motivating meditation that allows you to let go and become aware of you, regain strength, power, and peace. I'm Ivy Hilton, and you are listening to America Meditating Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Good morning, and Om Shanti. Thank you, Ivy. Everyone, you're tuning in to America Meditating Radio, and we are in an explosive period in our history. Goodbye to President Obama. Hello, President Trump. And I believe that I've been hearing from friends and individuals that are in business and in the world of finance. It is a fantastic time to make investments and to basically look at how you want to play the market in the game. So, you know, we might be thinking that there are a lot of there's a lot that's touching our spirit at the core. I know maybe more than anything else, it's the values, it's the virtues, it's the things that we were told by our grandparents, by our parents, how to be a a good person, a nice person. And you know the American Indian story about the grandmother and the granddaughter who were having a chit-chat one day, and the granddaughter was sitting on her grandmom's lap, and her her grandmother was telling her the story about two wolves that she will bump into in life, and one is extremely nice, generous, respectful, humble, caring, and kind. And the other one is very arrogant, greedy, angry, vicious. And she told her that in life, you're going to walk with one of these wolves. And so the granddaughter asked grandma, which one, grandma? And grandma said, the one you feed the most, little one, the one you feed the most. 
So it's interesting for us to be watching the exchange of power that we've witnessed, the the narrative that we're observing, and sometimes when something is positive and pure and natural, we tend to miss it. It goes over our head because it's natural. But news is when something obstructs what is natural and disturbs the naturality of peace and love and prosperity and purity. If you followed the show in the last three years, you know I will always advocate that poverty is not natural. Abundance is natural. Abundance at the price and the cost of human values, spiritual values, innate values, core values, is not natural. It is unnatural. And it reminds me of another story about a king and three daughters. And he went to these three daughters and he told them, whose fortune are you living off of? And the first daughter said, yours, Papa. And he went to the second daughter and says, whose fortune are you living off of? And she said, yours, your majesty. And he went to the third daughter who had a lot of love for him, a lot of affection. And he looked at her with such pride and he says, whose fortune are you living off of? She says, my own father. And he banned her from the kingdom. (laughs) Can you believe that? Ten years later, he ends up losing his kingdom and having to turn to her. And she created a kingdom that was a hundred times more wealthy than his. Moral of the story is, it is it's those qualities, it's, it's the power in you, it's the purity in you, it's the light in you that if you bring that in the power of your decisions, in the power of your ability to invest, to support. I always say one day someone's going to just leave a million dollars by the meditation museum because they're aware of how much work we're doing. That one person who believes in the work of something good and who recognizes that, it will be seen by a person with a very sincere and generous heart because we get so used to the pomp and the splendor and the bravado of what we think abundance and wealth is when in reality to me, and please correct me, you know you could always send me an email, wealth of spirit will give you wealth of pocket. And I'm not saying that when I was in my 20s, I was there because I wasn't. Who cared about those values at that level? But as I matured, I realized that it's okay if I'm comfortable with paying my mortgage and bills, but if I'm not happy, I'm not quite sure what the price of my determination and hard work actually resulted in. So stay tuned. We're going to have a beautiful conversation with a gorgeous guest, Alan Barat, who is energetic and a passionate entrepreneur. And Alan's going to be sharing with us a little bit about how he looks at business and investment, but also the fact that Alan's got a heart of gold, and he's able to also bypass certain understandings and, and live a life of gratitude. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this one. Before I get Alan on the line, let's do what we do best here host with you one of my favorite meditations, Letting Go, as we look at a new America and perhaps a whole entire new world. Take a deep breath. Om Shanti. The time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate. But even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal 
imperishable, beings of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality, or even a language. Ask yourself. How do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? Supreme Soul would think of you, and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free Peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. 
Allow yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. At this time, Don't you love that meditation? Letting go from my off-the-grid into the heart meditation CD. Doesn't that just make you become real? Again, it goes over your head, but you can feel it through the cells in your body that there's a way that I can live and actually still get things done. (laughs) You're listening to America Meditating Radio. Alan Barak is an energetic and passionate entrepreneur, trader, investor, and mentor who is committed to creating breakthrough in people's lives. He studied business administration and finance in several countries and proceeded to work in a fast, upscale, challenging environment in the bank industry. Passionate about the markets, Alan later opened his own asset management firm and other small companies that he considers his hobbies. As a firm believer in the power of gratitude, Alan constantly reminds himself of his purpose in life, which is to be an unstoppable, loving force of God touching souls with love and passion, and to be in his true essence every single day. Alan, rub off a little bit of that on me, please. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sister Gina. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm grateful and I appreciate it. Oh, me too. You know, we saw you at Awesome Fest and just love the fact that this young man who is so committed to rising in his game of finance, but also that he has a heart. And I think it's so important for us to... Let the story be told to the world that you can, you know, have interest in finance and still have a behavior, a attitude, a personality of goodness. So what was it that actually inspired Alan to get more into business and the investment world? Like, how did it all begin for you? Yeah, well, basically it all started when I was young, when I was 13, 14 years old. I was looking at the market while everybody wanted a website. I was in middle school, high school. Everybody wanted a website, and nobody knew how to do it. And you can say that was luck or was chance, but just in that moment, in that period of my life, I was, I, I'm a fanatic reader. And at that time, I was reading a lot about websites, programming, designing, etc. So everybody was asking me, hey, can you make me a website? Can you make me a website? And guess what? I started my business website company. And that's how I started my own entrepreneurship. Later on, at age 15, 16, I, for the first time in my life, I saw the Bluebird Channel. And I asked, <laughs> and I asked, someone, <laughs> yeah, and I asked someone, hey, what's going on with those numbers? Why, why are they turning green? Why are they turning red? And he basically <laughs> told me, if it, goes, if it goes green, you make money. If it goes red, you lose money. And guess what, what I did? I, I went again to Barnes & Noble, which it was my greatest teacher ever. And I started reading all about the stock market. And at age 16, I bought my first, my first stock. Yeah, and after that, I had been like, reading all about the market. And it's like my, the markets are like my playground. And at age oh, I 16, love that. 17, yeah. yeah, because if you love what you do, you're, mm-hmm. you're halfway there, you know. I think it has to do the fact that, and let me just interject, it's something in you. You love it. That's what you said. You love it. And I have to connect you to a young man. He's a student of mine, and I'm a very strong promoter of you can't feel spiritually grounded if you can't pay your bills. 
I mean, it's just going to pull your intellect. And I totally he, agree. Right. And so he's come to me, and of course he sees me in my white sari. And, you know, I do live a simplistic physical life, but that's just karmic, and I'm okay with it. But I'm not very simple at all. If you look at the expression of my life, it's very grand. It's extremely purposeful and grand. So he comes, and, you know, this was a guy who had his game going on. But then he comes into spirituality and thinks he's supposed to make some sort of a vow of poverty. And I says, have I taught you that? You know, and he's in the finance world, and so he's getting a lot of flack from his bosses. You're not driven. You're not getting the clients that, you know, you're supposed to. And I don't know what to tell him anymore to inspire him to understand finance, spirituality, abundance, everything is all interconnected. Let's say you're having tea with him. What would you tell this brother friend of yours who feels like he's into his spirituality but feels like, ah, the world, it's its not the way you want it? I mean, how would you tell him, hey, dude, it's all connected? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree that everything is connected and it all starts inside you. You know, the key for success in finance is almost the key for success for anything. I, and I have a, like, I, I call it my four pillars or my square. And basically, my number one rule is personal growth. I will go into it a little bit more. But number one is personal growth. The number two, it will be emotional control with discipline. Number three is going to be focus with massive, consistent action. And number four, contribution. Okay? Basically, if you don't grow, you die. If a business doesn't grow, it dies. If, if, if a relationship doesn't grow, it dies. Right? So you mm-hmm. have to be consistently growing. You have to start, you have to grow your mind, you have to grow your soul, you have to grow your body. If you don't take care of your body, you will not have the energy to, to persuade all of your goals you have. Okay? You have to control mm-hmm. your mind. This second pillar is, is huge. It's a huge subject. All about emotions, beliefs, thoughts. If you I will say that that the markets are 80% psychology and 20% is math. Everybody thinks mm. that there's a lot of math going into the markets, and I will say that's that's not true. There is some math involved, of course, but if you don't have the right psychology, the market mm. will drain you. It will be, it will get you bankrupt basically. You have to truly, truly uh, control your emotions, your beliefs, your thoughts, your mindset. You have to go. All in with, you have to truly know yourself, know your personality. There are so many strategies in the market that you truly need, you, you truly need to know who you are so you can choose correctly what type of strategy you can use for your own self. What is the correct mindset for somebody who wants to get into the market? The correct mindset, I would say, there is no one. Mm-hmm. It depends. Everybody can get into the market, but the, the key for success is you have to correlate your personality, your own way, to the to the market. Okay. For example, if you are a person that doesn't like to wake up early, and if your strategy is to start investing at eight eight thirty a.m. when the market starts opening, you will not do good. You know, you have to. You truly need to put your mindset into your own personality. You cannot choose other personalities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I get that. And it's so subtle because, and tell me if you agree, yeah. a lot of the, I, the, I mean, the way that we I'm, approach our lives, can you hear me? Yes, I, I, I can hear you. Something really important in that part is that yeah. in the emotional control, if you don't control your own emotions, they will control you. You have to know how right. to control your brain. 
You have to know how to control your body. You know how to control your focus. If you don't control all that, you will not do that good in the markets. Mm. You know, because one of the things I was about to share with you is how you and I both know that we're living with many experiences that have been etched in the soul from events that have taken place in our lives. And whether you believe in one lifetime, or for me, I believe that we've had many more, which is why the way I interpret things have a lot to do with the attachment to my past. Is there a method that you might be using that you're able yeah. to sift out that I know this is something coming from some past loss or, or disappointment, and I need to look at this next moment or this moment in my life with a clean slate? Is there a way or a method that you have found that you've approached certain situations in your present life that have not been a rollover of some negative past experience that you're still holding on to? Wow, you touch a really important subject, mm-hmm. the past, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody thinks, or I might say, they have their beliefs of the past, that they cannot do this, they should not do that, they should do this. That's a killer. That's a total killer, not just for the market or your business, it's for your own life, you know. Mm-hmm. A way I have seen how to take that part of your, of your life is basically change your story and change your life. Okay. In other words, I would say you have to tell yourself consistently that you are not your past. You are your present and you can choose the now. You can be aware today. How can you become tomorrow? Okay. So mm-hmm. basically, if someone, as an example, let's say that in the past, let's say that you had problems, that you, that you were bully or something, that you weren't good running or stuff like that. Right. Right. Start, start running today. Start running today. Okay, that's I like that. Focus on that. Take massive action on that, and you will succeed. When you start, like- when you start changing your shoes to must, magic happens. It's when most of the people say that it's luck. I will not say it's luck. It's when you start changing those vibrations, those energies that are surrounding you, and you're and you're starting to raise your standards, and then you are you are starting to have luck and things are amazing in life. Mm, I loved that. I loved that. Thanks for telling us that. You know, we, we're seeing a lot of predictions in the media of sectors of, or stocks to invest in for the future. How accurate do these predictions tend to be? Because you just shared that 80% of the way that we approach investment is is psychological or emotional or into something innate. And 20% is mathematic. We are hearing from a very good friend of mine who does astrological readings. You've got to check her out, Joni Petrie. She's amazing. So they're saying how, how the market definitely is. We're seeing it since we've gotten President Trump. It's it's really gone high. But then there's also a prediction that it's going to collapse tremendously. What suggestions would you offer those who are interested in investing at this stage or maybe for the future? Because there's a lot of emotions going on globally right now. And how will my ability to you know bring the mathematics in play help me to not scream if I make an investment and, and risk, it, risk it all? You know what I'm saying? I totally understand. Yes, basically, <laughs> no, you're right. There are a lot of stuff going on today in the markets, in the, in the business world, in many countries. I have to say that I'm truly against predictions. I don't like that much predictions because it's impossible to know what's going to happen in five minutes. It's impossible to what's going to happen in one day, one year, okay? So that, 
saying that, I'm a kind of guy that also doesn't look that much at the news. You know, it's like CNN cons- consistent negative news. So I don't watch that that many negative news. So because they are all like, uh, they can be kind of fake or they or they are just rumors. Okay, so if, mm-hmm. if you're getting into the market and if you're starting investing with rumors, you are gonna lose a lot of money because. You have to get into the fact, not the rumors, okay? Mm-hmm. So what will be my advice for people that want to invest? Basically, don't look at the, at the rumors. Look at the, at the standard of, the, of, of what you're investing at, okay? For example, if you want to invest in the... Well, let me go one step behind. I know that right now Trump is, is going to be president, and I know that there's a lot of, of things going on, but remember that the economy is always a cycle. Okay, uh, every yeah. every every seven to nine years, the the markets crash. Okay, and we are very and we are getting into that. That's why that that's why many people say it's gonna crash soon. It's gonna crash, but nobody knows when. If someone tells you the exact day and stuff, run mm-hmm. away. You know, never because, believe them. <laughs> never believe them because it's impossible to know exactly the day it will crash and or the week it will crash okay but there is something mm-hmm. called trend there is kind of a trend and if you follow the cycle you know that right now you're in the peak of the cycle okay so mm-hmm. it's a matter of days months or one two three years that that it can happen okay it's not just about trump now saying that right now following the, the trump's trend you should start investing in things that are pro-Trump, right? Like the energy industry, construction industry, all those kind of stuff that are trending right now are good for business if you are a value investor. It depends all on the strategy you're using, okay? So mm-hmm. it's, it's exactly what you need, what you will need in the, in the portfolio. But at the end, don't watch the news. Don't watch the, the rumors. They are, just watch the core facts and you will you will do fine with with a with a correct strategy. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the World Economic Forum had an interview with Jack Ma from Alibaba, and yes. he said, "Pay attention to those who are thirty years old. They're the internet generation, and they're the builders of the yeah. world." And right, True. and I thought that was so interesting because here's what he he mentioned, and I think you might agree with this. The most important thing is to make technology inclusive, which we're really trying to find a world where we can build inclusivity. So he's telling everyone, pay attention to the companies who have fewer than 30 employees. So 30 years. Wow, 30 years, 30 years old and 30 employees. That way we can make the world a much better place. That seems so easy. I'm not going to make America meditate and go (laughs) over 30 employees. (laughs) No, that's what he's saying basically is that the economy is being disrupted by by these new economies. The new Facebook, the new Airbnb, the new all all this kind of technology. And sooner or later, it's a matter of years that uh, we're, that machines and humans are going to be one on one, you know. Right. So that, that that's the disruptive of, of all this economy, but uh, you know, but the key for success for a human being is always to be, you know, being human. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Wow. It's just an exciting time. I'm sure you're feeling it too, aren't you? I mean, you're in the group of the millennials, aren't you? I mean, Europe must be like. I, you must yes. be like 
Yeah, you're like major intoxicated, right? You're like, whoa, yeah. dudes, this is it. This is our time. <laughs> Man, it, it is really good because there are huge amounts of opportunities right now all over the world. You just right. have to open your eyes and and feel them. You truly need to use your psychology, feel them. Don't use the mind that is controlling you. Use your real brain. Use your subconscious. Use your feelings, and you will see huge amounts of, of opportunities outside of Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a last one for you. Yes. Gratitude. It's an important way in which you've been living your life. So how do you do your gratitude, Alan? I mean, what does that mean for the, the lay people who might more fueled from fear rather than an attitude of gratitude? Yeah, basically I start my gratitude every time that I wake up. You know, mm. every time I, every time that I wake up, the first thing I do is to be grateful and blessed that I am alive. For me, that's already been successful. You know, you're alive. I have my body. I have my brain. I have my roof. I have food. I have my beautiful family. You have all this, you know, and you feel so lucky and so blessed and so grateful that you have all of that. Okay, and being in a great, you cannot be angry when you are grateful. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with me in that, but. You cannot be grateful and angry at the same time. So being <laughs> grateful, it takes you away all of those negative emotions that you can have over the day. You know, let's say you are stuck in the traffic, and instead of yelling and being like uh, in a very bad mood, you can just mm-hmm. say basically, I'm thankful for this moment. I'm thankful that I have a car. I'm thankful that it's raining outside and I'm not getting wet. Things like that. You know, and your right. your life will totally will totally change. You just have to focus in. You have to love what you have. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not just the all the all the you know your products. It's also your your health, your vitality, your energy. You being here on earth, you have a purpose in this life. You you have to truly enjoy what you do in this life. You know, you have. You have the power to do whatever you want in this life. You have to be grateful and blessed to have all that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for your spirit, for telling us about how we could look at gratefulness in a way that, you know, those of us who are a little bit older than you, like I could be a mother, that we could definitely understand that, yes, yes, we've got to begin to give thanks for the things that are working and even sometimes for the things that are not working so that we can help ourselves along the way. Um, um, Leave us with maybe a website, something that you're up to, something that you're doing that you would love for everyone else to know about. You've already given us tips for making stocks. You know, everyone's going to start to go investing in the stocks that you told them. But, like, what beautiful other – you've just left us with a beautiful message of gratitude. But, you know, anything that you're doing next, a, a website that folks can find you. Yeah, sure. Right now I'm actually writing my first book. I'm not done yet. I've, I'm just finishing the, the the last few chapters, and you can know all about that. I have a personal website, uh, alanburak.com, uh, my business website. GeneralOnCapital.com, and you can also find me in the normal social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. Yes. Beautiful. Alan Burak, thank you so much, and you've got our 100% unlimited blessings and good wishes your way. And when you get that book, give us a call so we can talk more about it. I will let you know, Sister Jenna. Thank you so much for the time. Hasta luego, my brother. All the best.
All right. So that was a beautiful conversation with a millennial, Alan Brack. And as you heard, you can be in your 30s. You can have the power of gratitude. You can have a purposeful life. You can make investments. Again, you know, I always warn people, don't go after money just because you want money. Go after money because you're passionate about something that you feel called that you're doing. In other words, I'm passionate about serving you. I'm passionate about having conversations like I do on the radio show and meeting individuals that I would never meet if I was going to Safeway or or to Giant, you know. So uh, be passionate about something that is of interest in your spirit, and then the funding will follow. As Alan said, 80% of the way you invest is is psychological, it's emotional, and 20% is math. Don't watch the news. Really look at the trend and look at where we're going. And Jack Ma from Alibaba, 30s, 30s, 30s. What are we going to do for those of us who are not in 30s? We're just going to sit back and let the kids take care of us and keep things going. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed our conversation today. It's a new America. It's a new world. Keep your attitude optimistic. Keep having good wishes. Have what I love what President Obama always says, the audacity of hope. Keep knowing that if your pure feelings and good wishes can make you feel better, then the more you keep generating that mentality, it might also change the feelings of other people. Let's give our new president a chance. Let's give ourselves a chance. Let us try to find a way in how we can create an inclusive society, uh, a working society. And remember, the future is totally dependent on what you're thinking and feeling right now. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. I'm going to end today with a song by Emery Franklin, a wonderful young artist that's up and running. And this is all about us living together. Take care, everyone. All the very best.